Arsenal legend Paul Merson, John O'Shea and Wes Brown are coming to Dublin. It's an exclusive off-air event, so if you want to be there, get on to offtheball.com forward slash events. Just Eat, the official food delivery partner of the UEFA Champions League. Gaelic football on Off The Ball with AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. Ten football matches in the GA Championship down for decision this weekend. On the line to look ahead, Mayo's former all-star, Colin Boyle. Colin, how's the form? Good, John. Yeah, hopefully looking forward to a decent weekend worth of action. Yeah, yeah, can't wait for a column. Uh, what's preferable for counties? I'm kind of thinking about this in the last week or two, watching Tyrone Monaghan and that game as well. Mm. Um, if, you, if you're going to go through the straight route, if you're going to win the provinces and you're going to go through the round robin, I mean the quarterfinals, it's a longer road with a winning mentality versus maybe losing a game as Mayo did, having a break and coming back again for the round robin. I, I suppose what I'm trying to get to, is it a bad thing that Mayo are out of the Connacht Championship? I suppose that's the million dollar question, John, and it's one we probably won't know until until later on in the year. I think the general consensus was when Mayo got beaten, I don't know, was it to, to make ourselves feel better down here or what? But we, we thought maybe we were better off and not facing Galway, obviously, what's what tomorrow, as it turns out. Um, and getting that bit of break. Obviously, we picked up a couple of injuries throughout the league, like say into Hessian, um, Parco Hora was just coming back. David McBreen picked up an injury in the league final and missed the Ross Common game. And all of a sudden our back line or you know, we thought we'd load the options going into the championship. Suddenly we started to look a bit weak. And uh yeah, certainly against Ross Common it took its toll. I think the National League campaign, the league final the week before the Ross Common game, we may were definitely flat. There's no doubt about it. Ross Common obviously fully deserved their victory on the day. And yeah, they've got these four or five weeks. From what I know, I think they took last week off, and I think they got back back at it there during the week. So yeah, time will tell. Time will tell. Look, I think I think playing games is good. Um, the one thing about this, when Mayo do get back up and running, it's not just like they're going into a qualifier and it's, it's a once-off game like it would have been before. You know, even if they lose the first game, they're going to be playing a first seed. Uh, it could be a Kerry or, or Dublin or whoever. Even if they lose that, they still have two or th- two possibly three more games to get back up and running and get to a quarter-final. So, look, while momentum is good, I think the fact, look, they've won the league title, they have a chance now to reset, maybe get a couple of bodies back. I know Killing, you know, Connor picked up an injury for us in the league. Tommy Conroy still doesn't look like he's back fully, fully fit. So, he'll have this time now, possibly, to get back a bit of sharpness. And, yeah, hopefully come... The, the round robin format, Mayo might look a small bit stronger um, in depth on the panel. As Sligo got an early goal against New York, column 1-1 to one point mm. in that uh, Connacht semi-final. What an opportunity, with no disrespect to New York, this is for Sligo. They'll be in a provincial final, they'll be in the Sam Maguire Cup Series, they've won promotion, they won Division 4, their under-20s had a great week, so good times for the Yates County. Brilliant times, yeah, on a bit of a crest of the wave, a wave you'd have to say. And look, for the game, I thought I thought they'd win this game comfortably. Obviously, they started well and, and time will tell how, how it'll go. But I think, you know, it's a huge opportunity. First kind of final, if they get there since 2015. What will be important for Sligo after that is because of the unusual circumstances they're finding themselves in is that obviously chance to win a kind of title number one is brilliant. But into the four groups of four is very different for them after that. And for them, you'd be hoping that, you know, they don't get a couple of bad beatings in that group before. I think it'll be very important for them that no matter what happens in the kind of final, 
that they they deliver a couple of consistent performances in in, in the group phase of the All Ireland series, which it does look like they're going to be in. Obviously, they've got to get this game out of the way today, but I think they've started well and they. I, I think they will they will win today and be in a kind of final. So for me, if I'm a Sligo supporter, I just really want to see a bit of consistency and uh, yeah, to finish. You know, obviously have a shot at the kind of title number one, but after that, you know, to finish on a on a good note of the year because ideally, you know, they would be going into a Tatchin Cup. That's kind of the the what I don't like about this new championship format is that um, the provincial winner does get into the the Ireland series, you know, I think that likes of Sligo going into the Tatchin Cup would have a huge, huge chance of, of landing even further silverware or going on a really long run in that competition. So, yeah, that's kind of something that uh, doesn't really sit right to me in that regard. But, yeah, huge chance for Sligo for sure to get to a, a Connacht, or a Connacht uh, final. Yeah, Ross, common go with tomorrow. You've seen both counties up close recently. Uh, what's the winning and losing of this tomorrow? Who are the key players? How's it going to go? I think the winning and losing of this is around the middle eight section, to be honest with you. And I think that's where Mayo will feel they really let themselves down against Roscommon the first day out. I didn't think physically they compete with, with Roscommon, especially on long kickouts. Um, and I think they let Roscommon off the hook, especially in that first half, playing against a strong breeze. I don't think they they used that uh, high press um, to the to the way they should have and won enough the Roscommon kickouts. To me, Galway have a tendency to drop off kickouts like they did in the league final against Mayo. I think Galway just need to bring an intensity tomorrow, push up on Roscommon's kickouts, because I think Galway around that middle-eight section, when you look at the players that's there, they, they have man mountains around the middle of the field, like Conroy Maher, Peter Cook, obviously, Matty Tierney and Johnny Heaney floating around there as well. I think if they... If they force Roscommon along with kickouts, look to really dominate that middle sector and put them on the back foot because they have the forwards. That's the thing about Galway. Obviously, you know, you look at their starting full four line the next day and, and watch Burke and, and Damien Comer. You know, that's if you're a Galway supporter, that's the ideal full forward line for you, really. You've got such a mix of players in there with, with Comer. Burke is not a huge scorer, but he's a, he's an unbelievable ball winner and he will just win ball and pop balls off to Cook. Matty Tierney and Shane Walsh for for them to to finish off the chances. So, to me, I think Galway look to dominate, get the ball to the to the boys up top uh, as soon as possible, and not let Ross Common frustrate them like they did to Mayo. So, not let them slow down the game, um, and not let them get on top early. And I think if they do that, I'd fancy Galway to to win this. Even though, in fairness, Ross Common they have a super record against Galway in particular over the last number of years. Granted, Galway did beat them in the kind of final last year, but I think. I think Galway almost, almost need to win this more than Roscommon. You know, they lose into a Mayo in a league final and then lose into Roscommon in a Connacht semi-final wouldn't be brilliant preparation going into a Ireland series just for morale and confidence and the whole thing. So I think, you know, they've had a training week in Portugal. I think they, did, they went the day after the league final. They would have had a lot of work done. They would have had a lot of work done in Roscommon from the Mayo game. So I think I think they're ideally prep going into this game and I, I fancy them to win it. Yeah, Park Joyce is a winner's confidence. Obviously, he's the manager mm. now. And I just love the way he spoke about the goalkeeper this week. Whoever's going to be, like he knows who it's going to be. And he's no issue whether it's Conor Gleeson or Bernie Power and whoever gets the chance. So I think that's been a real benefit for Galway, uh, who lost to Kerry in the All-Ireland final last year, uh, Colm. What about Kerry then? They played Tipperary today. They're going to win that. We know that. But 12 of the team that uh, lined out against Galway are back. Um, David Moran is retired. Have they developed a bit of depth? Is that something that could be an issue down the line? Where are they at, in your view? 
yeah, interesting, I suppose. But I think it's what 12 of the team that played yeah. in the final last year. Stephen O'Brien's on the bench. So like Saganey is, is really straight back in. Um, I think, look, Jack O'Connor would be absolutely the league is or delighted the league is over, number one. I think the one maybe disappointing thing for, for Jack, um, that he'd be thinking that. No one really threw, threw up their hand in the league. Yes, I think Barry, Dan O'Sullivan and Donald Downs O'Sullivan, you know, played a lot in league football, but they're straight back on the bench. And, you know, OK, they may be options as the championship goes on because, we look, we know there's going to be more games and you, you need a bit of strength and depth. But he has kind of reverted back to type and to players that he trusts and knows that he can do jobs for them. But look at look at that Kerry team on paper and can you know can they win the All Ireland with that team you know or back it up win 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 back to back of course they can yes they they're they're very very strong the, the loss of Moore that you mentioned there is is one I feel that it's only going to be tested later on in the year obviously it's, we're not going to see this tomorrow or even during the Munster Championship but the the where Kerry I think will will really miss Moore is they're so good at pressing on opposition kickouts and forcing that ball long. But I don't think teams of mine go along anymore when you know you're not kicking down on top of David Moore. Um, and the, the platform he gives Kerry from winning balls and kickouts and just his, his range of kick passing to the Kerry forward line. I think you saw that brilliantly in the, in the semi-final against Dublin. He was he was a constant supply of balls to the Kerry forward line. So they are going to miss him in numerous aspects. But look, at time moves on and he is kind of the last of that type of midfielder, the real uh, catch and kick midfielder. Um, so the two players that Kerry have there the next day are very different players, Jack Barry and, and Jeremy O'Connor, but they, they're very good and they, they do a job for their team. But I think Warren's loss would be huge. It'd be absolutely huge. But Kerry, you know, they have players there that can kind of do different jobs uh, to a certain extent. But I think later on in the year is yeah. only when you're going to see that uh, real loss for Warren. We're going to expect Dublin to win a 13th Lancer title in a row. It'll be a shock Mm. if they don't. But what signs are you looking for from the Dubs to convince you they're right back in the mix to regain the All-Ireland? Um, maybe be a bit more ruthless and I know look they scored four goals in the semi-final against Derry uh, but there were signs that they were progressing this a small bit during the league and, and going for goals a small bit more um, I think their, their their efficiency in front of the goal you know four six, four, six I know four goals with six points in a, in a 70 minute game for Dublin is almost unheard of you know so I think they'll, they, they'll look at improving loads of areas like that Um and look, you look at the team the next day and you look at the bench, obviously everyone's kind of glancing to the bench and you see McCaffrey and, and Dean Rock and Howard and Scully and Cormac Coslo. So look at the, they ha- have that that ammo that they once had once again, even though they're, they're starting 15, you know, when you go through it there, it isn't as strong, obviously, as it once was. So, but look, at they do seem to be developing a, a strong panel there. Howard is a really interesting one for me because I know he's had injuries and... Um, maybe loss of form, but the Howard we saw in 2019 when he burst onto the scene—if he really had pushed on to the next level, or like it looked, he was going to going to—he would be without doubt starting midfielder there with Brian Finton because it's an area really Dublin have struggled to find a partner for him. I think James McCarthy has really played there a lot, even though he wears five in his back. He plays midfield a lot. I don't think Tom Tom Lehiff is a natural midfielder. So Howard is an interesting one for me. Can he get back starting this Dublin team as, as the year goes on and, and probably be the player that we, we thought he was going to be back in 2019? OK, any surprises briefly on the other Leinster games tomorrow? So Dublin going to leash, but the other ones are West Mees, Louth, Kildare, Wicklow and Offaly Mees. I think the the most interesting one possibly is the Offaly Meath one. I think everyone is fascinated to see, you know, all the pressures on Meath coming to this. That obviously they know they need to get to a Leinster final and they need to start the ball rolling tomorrow in in, in a win in Offaly. So 
so much pressure going on going on me into that game and it's one you know if you're if you're awfully there and you're talking about this game you're in that awfully camp you're just saying get a good start here let's get out of the blocks early and put all the pressure on me and see how they handle that so huge huge pressure on that from a kind of from from other areas, obviously Westmead Louds, you know, you expect that to be very very tight. Um, Louds have kind of progressed on, you'd have to say, and Westmead since winning the Talchin Cup have they slightly regressed? You know, slightly disappointing Division Three campaign, you'd have to say, weren't really in the mix of promotion coming in, in the mix coming into the last two gate rounds of, of league games. So that'll be very very interesting for Louds. Obviously, the last of the likes of Samuel Roy and and, and Kieran Byrne might hurt them but I think you know going to, okay. going to Westmead tomorrow they they just might win that one and then in Ulster just to finish briefly uh, Cullum we have Cavan Armagh tonight no Ulster title for Armagh since 08 and then down Donegal tomorrow Donegal a lot of disarray maybe they'll regroup so how do you call those two matches yeah, I, I think Armagh simply have to win this game to be honest John I, I, I think they're going to leave everything out there I think McGee needs his ninth year you know he's never going to get a, or never has had a better chance of getting to an Ulster final I think the big thing is will we see them reverting back to the football that they played last year and their and their kicking game into their ball winning forwards? Um, because if they do, I think they're so so hard to handle. Uh, then boys inside, Nakava will absolutely throw everything at them, and obviously themselves they need to get to an Ulster final, not just for for to win a provincial, but to be in the race for Sam Maguire as well. Otherwise, they, they'll be in the Tatchen Cup. But I have to say, I'm really looking forward to this game. I, I think it could be the game of the weekend if it's if, you know, if it's half as good as, as Mana and Tron last weekend. I think we'll have a cracker. But I think just out of necessity, out of sheer yeah. will, I think Armagh have to win this game and I think they will. And down Donegal? Yeah, down Donegal. Look at its two teams. You have to say, down were in very similar state to Donegal this time last year. Um, they were a bit of a mess, but they seem to have regrouped and Conor Lafferty seems to do a really good job and Donegal, unfortunately, seemed to be on a complete spiral. And I, I saw a tweet yesterday. I think 10 of, 10 of the team that, that played against Armagh last year aren't even in the squad, 20, 20-man squad, 26-man squad for tomorrow. Yeah. So that's a huge turnaround on players. So look at maybe, you know, maybe down just might win this one. But uh, yeah, we'll see. And Clare to beat Limerick, just very briefly. Yeah. One word. Uh, you, w- you would think so, even though, look, this game last year went to penalties. Yeah. Uh, one so look it could be very very tight but I think look at both teams got relegated for Division 2 which you'd have to think the bounce clear would have got after beating Cork you'd have to say they're going to bring that in tomorrow and obviously okay. they're in a small bit of disarray themselves so yeah you'd fancy clear to win that one